0: And now, here's Heather and Jeff. Welcome to Renegade Rules. Jeff Johnson here with Heather Shoemaker. How you doing, Heather?
1: Oh, well, I'm okay, but I was feeling a little bit at a loose end. You know, not sure what to do. Maybe a little bored.
0: Oh, my my, my, egad. No, Zeus.
1: I I, I was was trying to think the last time I felt bored is... (laughs) Probably before I had kids. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, you know, there's not t- there's not much time for it once you become a parent.
1: I know it, it's pretty hysterical <laughs> when uh, you know a kid might say I'm bored, and I think, gosh, when was the last time I even had a moment to
0: feel, um, <laughs> to feel man, bored? You,
1: Sometimes you, I do feel relaxed, but that's about as close uh-huh. as I get. To yeah, bored
0: you kind a- of you kind of have those moments where you wish you could be bored because there's there's yeah. always so much going through your head and stuff. But it's a it's a thing that. Uh, that uh happens with uh with kids and so let's let's unpack it a little bit what's the deal with boredom
1: yeah well you know especially when kids are coming off um a a bunch of school time whether it's a preschool schedule or any kind of structure and you're hitting the holidays kids are used to having certain things happen and being told what to do and have this happen and then the next thing and so then, when empty days come more than one in a row, they tend to be a little confused by it all, and and at a loose end, and not sure what to do next, and nobody's telling them what to do, and they'll come out with these statements after they flop around a bit and say, "I'm bored." Uh huh. Yeah. And of course, it often they say that often when the adult has a list a million miles long, and so we think. What do you mean you're bored?
0: <laughs> right, how, you, how dare you? Um, we, we experienced this in, in all our years, years doing center-based and then family child care, Um little ones that would be with us from like infant or toddlerhood on up to school age would very rarely have this experience because there was always something to do in our environment and they were pretty much always the boss of it. They, I mean, they got to pick because one of the the, uh, characteristics of play is for it to really be play. The player needs to be the decider of what's going on. They need to opt in to the thing. And so we always had lots of stuff the kids could choose to do. And so there was very little of us saying, you need to do this and you need to do that. They were deciding on their own, and then they go. They would go off to school, and about this time of year, Christmas break would happen, and they'd show up at our place for the first long period of time since school started, where they'd become used to having an adult micromanage. I mean, every pretty much every minute of their day, and then they had these big hunks of time where they used to just play, where they it, it was like almost they'd forgotten how to.
1: Yeah. do what that on their own. What am I supposed to do? How do yeah. I do it? What do I do with blank time? And and, and, and that's sort of a, a sad statement because it's a sign that the kids are um, too scheduled, whether it's school or activities or a combination or family schedules. They need to have downtime, open time, on-board time throughout the year. And when they do, then they pretty much know how to handle it. But it can be a shocker to go from highly scheduled life to um, open time, and so they just react by sort of shutting down and complaining.
0: Yeah, I'm bored. And and so how did you handle that? What we tended to do with our own kids and and the kids we had in care was uh, some variation of, well, you're, you're you're pretty bright. You'll figure it out.
1: Yeah, I, I throw it back at them because I, I think when we hear I'm bored, we as adults we often feel that. Now it's our problem, and we need to fix it. Mm-hmm. And there's absolutely no fixing that, that um, needs to be done. I'm bored is, is fine to say. Um, I don't mind hearing it as long as um, I don't have to fix it. So I, it, I don't consider it my problem if a child announces that she's bored. I just say, sounds like you're n- sh- not sure what to do right now and just put it into context for them. And if they say it again or seem to have emotional distress over this, I just say, I know you'll find something.
0: <laughs> Steam comes out of their little ears. <laughs> there.
1: I know. But, you know, um, my son said this to me uh, the, uh, yesterday, and it was just funny because I haven't heard it in a long, long time. And he said, I'm bored, and he was flopping in a chair. <laughs> and um, I I said... Um, I said something like, you just said you're bored, and that was it. <laughs> I mean, I just acknowledged his existence, kept on doing what I was doing, and five minutes later, he emerged from a corner behind the bookshelf, and had. And he said, look what I found, and it was a book about 100 facts of ni- about knights and castles, and he hadn't pulled it out in forever. It was just sort of one that he'd forgotten about, and he got all engrossed in it, but You know, when you flop around on the floor, you do see things from a different angle that maybe you haven't seen in a while, including a a book that you used to like.
0: And so in our overscheduled, hyperactive kind of, there's always a screen on and there's always somebody pushing you in one direction or pulling you in another world, is it maybe a good idea to build in time for boredom into the lives of children?
1: Yeah, boredom, well, I, I, I would, you know, we might even call it something else. Yeah. But boredom, downtime, just unscheduled time, it's it's so essential. And even if kids aren't seemingly actively playing and coming up with this amazing creative idea, they could just be lying there flicking a paperclip. It's totally fine. Maybe that's what they need to do at that moment. Every moment doesn't have to be exciting, and children as well as adults need quiet, reflective time, time to, you know, um, look at their fingernails and whatever they might do. It's just fine. There's no... We, ha- we have to sort of not be worried that they're not using their time well. It's It's fine to daydream a bit and sometimes if I see a child lying there not doing much of anything apparently. Um, they'll come up with the, the most fascinating statements or questions after they've been lying there for a while, um, you know, questions about life or questions about something that I've been thinking about, and they come up with something that, I think, oh, their brain was really doing something. It looked like they were just lazing around, but no.
0: There's yeah, something going on. absolutely. That 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 downtime, it, what what looks like lazing around is is opportunity for for processing and creativity and and problem solving, maybe maybe not even actively, but that that stuff is going on in the subconscious. Um, and and if we don't have I, I think it's like riding a bike, the the more opportunity you have for that in your life, the more you see that it can actually be a beneficial thing and and then you just kind of you kind of build up the habit you build up the, school, the skill of of being able to to let yourself be quote unquote bored and and let that processing happening happen and last week i i took some time off the internet and i mean i i pretty much live on the internet um work wise and but I, I stepped back for a couple of days and spent a lots and lots of time in in my shop because I had shop stuff I needed to get done, but also because there are a couple couple situations i 'm trying to figure out solutions to, and that stepping away from them and doing this kind of repet, repetitive rote stuff in the shop was an opportunity to to come up with solutions for those other things. And right. I, I think that it, it all kind of happens with kids in similar ways when they're, when they're quote unquote bored.
1: Mm-hmm. And I think with you know what you're talking about is is even as adults tapping into our unconscious and all the ideas of the problems we can solve, the creative ideas we can come up with when we're walking the dog or working in the shop or whatever it might be and. I certainly do that when I write my books. Um, every chapter I would take for a walk, that's mm-hmm. <laughs> what I call it. Um, or if now that I'm writing fiction, take my characters for a walk. Because if I'm gardening or walking or some sort of, even washing the dishes, though that's not my favorite method of doing <laughs> it, <laughs> is your Your unconscious gets activated when you don't actively think about something. You just let your body move. And that, that happens with kids, too. Whatever they're processing, it, it kind of mingles around in there, and it's very healthy behavior, and it, it can help um, in ways we don't fully understand. But it's, it's um, essential that we start valuing that as part of a person's day and not thinking of it as,
0: Wasted time especially, <laughs> or
1: time.
0: Especially in, I mean, the world we're working on, we, we're living in now is, I mean, so many of the jobs of the future are going to be creativity-based and based on the ability to solve problems uh, creativ- creati- creatively. And if if kids aren't, if, it, if it's all worksheets and, and rote learning, um, they don't have an opportunity to hone those skills.
1: Yeah, just to practice and be comfortable with it, and and have confidence in, and enjoy it. it there's a there's a lot to that. I think with the I'm bored. Um, you know, people listening think, like, "Oh, this sounds all very nice," but I hate it when my kid says, "I'm bored."
0: Uh-huh.
1: So I think we just need to um, uh, cope with the, the 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 thing that gets us bothered when children say, "I'm bored," is the kind of whiny emotions that come with it. So there's. There's two parts of I'm bored when a kid says it. One is it's not your problem to fix. They can, they can be bored for a while and then find something to do, and we can have confidence in that, and that's all good. But also some of them can work themselves into a tizzy about being scared of being bored or being mad about being bored or all these other emotions. Mm-hmm. And those are emotions just like any other emotion. So, you know, you deal with that emotion but still don't give in to the, okay, I'll sit, drop everything I'm doing and play with you for the next two hours, or, you know, what movie do you want? We don't have to fix the, the empty space. But it may take us some time to say, wow, you're sounding, that's really bothering you, or um, you want me to drop everything I'm doing, you're really mad that I'm not going to stop right now. So there's the emotional side of I'm bored, which can, can get bigger for some kids than others.
0: Is that an easy thing to do if you're a caregiver or parent um, not used to doing that? <laughs> Is this question a set-up <laughs> Well, I'm just am I'm just imagining a a young parent out there, first time parent, one child, three year old, who comes with who who's used to every time. I'm I, I imagining somebody trying to break the cycle. Um, yeah. That they're they
1: well, How, how do you? Some parents will react if a child says, "I'm bored." will say, Oh, what do you want to do together? Or which is a very nice thing. You know, mm-hmm. and then the child knows, aha, all I have to do is say I'm bored and then I get instant play from one of my favorite adults for mm-hmm. the next hour or two. Um, but you can also give your child attention when um when it's a good time for both of you. You don't have to drop everything. Um and you could say right now you don't know what to do. I have I can be with you but not right now. I'm you know, whatever you're doing at the moment. So you can kind of make a date. And it might be even five minutes from then. Mm -hmm. It might be an hour from then. Time isn't going to, usually doesn't make sense to young kids. You don't need to announce it. But you can say, after I've this, I have some time to be with you. We could read a book. We can go for a walk. We can play a game. It's, It's fine for the adult to spend some nice time with their child, but... Try not to rush in and fix it as soon as the "I'm bored" happens, because th- then you're getting the push the button um, and the dog drips saliva. You know, <laughs> it's, it's, say "I'm bored" and you get instant gratification. Try to have it, it's. It's healthier for the child to grapple with. Um, I can cope with being bored. I, it's. It's not going to overwhelm me. It's not something I need to be scared about. It's something that my mother, my father, my caregiver has confidence that I can handle. Mm-hmm. And that's powerful. I think we underestimate. When somebody else that we know and trust has confidence on us, that means so much and we find strength we didn't know we had.
0: And so if you are one of those parents or caregivers who is used to rushing in and trying to fix the boredom and you decide you're gonna you're gonna try this this shift, um one of the big things you can do is one of the things we've talked about many times on on the show is is you firmly implant your teeth into your tongue and Ouch. and pause before you react with the okay let me fix this for you. That you, you, you gotta stop yourself and and take that pause and then and then try out this this different different direction we're offering and it will be challenging and hard and 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 maybe a struggle for you to do the first couple times you do it, and after five or six times, it's going to become a new habit for you, and and it'll it'll get easier over time. But if if this is something you've been doing with your child since they were tiny, uh, it it will be a, a little bit of a, a struggle for you to make that change sometimes.
1: Yeah, and, and on both sides, the child who's yeah. used to having you drop everything would would be quite surprised. <laughs> that you don't do as as predicted
0: and, and you're like well i'm I'm as freaked out by this as you are but we'll get through it together what yeah. what about those moments heather where the adult response to i'm bored becomes handing the the young person a piece of technology or setting them in front of a a screen um this goes on a, a lot, and from my understanding of screen time in young children, it's probably not the best choice developmentally, but it is an off, often a go-to choice for those moments.
1: Right. I mean, uh, screens and various devices are, are part of our lives. I think the worst time to give them to a child is when they say they're bored. Um, there are times when nearly every parent has given a child a, a movie or a screen for some reason. <laughs> and whether it's, you know, to, um, to fill in some moment that has to be filled or whether they, they really want them to see something on the screen. Mm-hmm. But th- the training of, of, of dealing with boredom, it's just like learning how to deal with other emotions. And um, when a child announces, I'm at a loose end, and I'm feeling um, maybe scared, mad, frustrated by this, that's like trying to fix the emotion by handing them a screen. And when there's an emotion involved, you need to um, treat the emotion in a human way, and the last thing the emotion needs is a non-human screen delivered in its place. So if your instinct has been, oh, here, I'll pop in a video, or here, have the have my phone, whatever it is that that has been your go-to. Try to resist doing it um, when the child is bored. You know, try to be more intentional um, and do it not as a reward, uh, because boredom has its own rewards, and you may yet discover the value of those. Well,
0: I, I, yeah. Um, so, handing the handing the bored child over to Siri or Alexa is is probably not. Not the, not, the, not the best, best choice. It's, e-
1: it's easy in the short term, but it, it really isn't, um, it isn't what the child needs at that moment. Yeah. And, the, and, it, the, the lo- and we may think, okay, but it's what I need because I need to get blah, 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 blah done. Well, yeah. But if, you know, once in a while that might be true, but if you are um, actively parenting and you're trying to do what's right for the child, you still need to get your needs met and need to get your stuff done. But there's other ways of doing that. I can get a lot done with a child screaming in the next room.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, I've done it a lot. Put <laughs> it, put in your earbuds. Doesn't mean I've abandoned them. It means that we've talked through some emotions, and the child is, still has a need to scream at that moment. Um, and I can, you know, I can be there for them. But I can also say, I know you want my full attention right now. But right now, I need to finish this. I will be with you when I can. And if that produces loud noises. It produces loud noises. So um, we can still get our stuff done, and yeah. it doesn't have to be uh, um, <laughs> doesn't have to be a completely scenic and beautiful um, scenario.
0: Oh uh, uh, yeah, I totally agree. Totally agree. Hey Heather, it's about time to wrap this one up, and I just thought of something that we don't probably. Uh. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw this out, and maybe we'll come back and do another episode on it sometime. What about flipping this, the idea that, um, you know what? Sometimes parenting is freaking boring.
1: <laughs>
0: yes. <laughs> and um, so there's that. I don't know. Maybe we'll talk about it sometime. Maybe we won't. It's about time to wrap this one up. Anything, any parting thoughts before we, we uh, put this one in the, uh, the podcast vault?
1: Well, just since you brought up the adult boredom, I think that the phrase that many people have heard, which is um, long days, short years, is quite appropriate.
0: Ah. Uh Let's leave it hanging there.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Or sometimes long hours, (laughs) short years. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh man, it zips by. It zips by. Hey, listeners! Thanks for tuning in to Renegade Rules. We're glad you're uh, you're you're clicking the the show and putting it in your ear holes. Um, we really appreciate that. Uh, you like it? Uh, share the show with somebody. Go to iTunes and give it a nice review, or uh, head over to uh, Heather's website and uh, or on Amazon and and pick up a copy of uh, It's Okay Not to Share or It's Okay to Go Up the Slide. Those are all ways that you can show that you're supporting the show. Um, Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. And... Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week with another episode. Music by Alexander Schumacher. This has been an Explorations Early Learning Upstairs Studio production.
1: (laughs) Oh...